0: Hey, by the way, we need to um, record an actual intro that we can play with background music. It's like, welcome to the We Should Be Working podcast. I'm Mike and I'm Jace, and we should totally be working right now. <laughs> something like that. There you go. You have it. <laughs> that, that was it. I'm waiting for you to say something right. so I can tell you to shut up, Jace.
1: Oh, me specifically? <laughs> yeah, you
0: I, need can't, me just I can't. I can't. I can't tell up. So, guests how's to shut it going up? today? That long i ago. don't know
1: michael tell me about your day shut up for was, a second was, okay, there you go. <laughs>
0: because we have a guest welcome eric summerfield <laughs> my former manager jace's current co-worker how you doing
2: i'm doing lovely thank you very much
0: all right that was fun thanks y'all
2: end
1: of show
0: so what the heck are we talking about today jace
1: this isn't even my topic but
0: it is it yours. brought now. up
1: that we should talk about bluntness versus politeness, and I'm not really sure what the scope would be.
0: All right, bluntness versus politeness. I this is interesting timing for me because I feel like the last three or four months has been like a a renaissance of being clear and not polite for me. So like I feel like I'm I'm like just strongly in the Say what you're really thinking, you idiot, and stop trying to make everyone like you all the time, which is something that I've struggled with my whole life. So I'll let me start out by making the claim that it is almost never the right thing to do to be polite instead of being clear. How's that strike, y'all?
2: Um, I, I guess I there's one line that I think you need to draw. is like, do you actually want to accomplish anything? If you're not trying to accomplish anything, then I think being polite is perfectly fine reasonable when are you not trying to accomplish
0: something though you're always accomplishing uh,
2: you something. know you're you're like chatting with somebody on the bus that you're never gonna see again like, okay there's no particular reason to you're, be massively blunt with them about you're, their crazy shirt
0: <laughs> you're so wrong you're already so wrong <laughs> when you're when you're having a conversation with someone the thing that you're hoping to accomplish is to provide value to each other and to yourselves and, so yeah.
1: eric what no. happens if, it, eric what happens if you're on that bus talking to that person that you clearly aren't? thinking you're going to see again, but they have something in their teeth. Do you tell them they have something in their teeth and, like, better their day? That or does do not just... seem
2: impolite. It does not seem impolite to tell somebody they have something in their teeth. But if they have an ugly shirt on, I don't feel the need to tell them they have an ugly shirt on.
0: you you're are talking, talking about, about a yeah, person to jump their shirt, but
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, like you know, not bringing up uh some touchy subject with somebody that I'm on the bus with. How about that's an example of, I don't start talking about my politics on the person on the bus. I probably talk about football,
0: but that's that seems perfectly reasonable. That's a different, that's a different discussion though. You're not talking about being authentic versus being polite. You're just talking about like small talk versus big talk or something. Like if yeah. they, if they bring up politics and you think they're wrong on a point, would you be polite and agree with them or would you be blunt and, and debate them on it?
2: I would be polite and not change the subject.
0: Polite and change. So you think the polite thing to do is just ignore ignore what they wanted to talk about?
2: Um, I think if I can't engage with it. Like, I don't want, it's, it's a matter of effort that I'm gonna put into this thing. Being clear takes a lot of energy and effort. So I want something on the other end. There's nothing on the other end. There's nothing
0: on the other like, end of being I'll clear. Give you, I'll
2: give you an example that maybe I, I might be even more wrong in. So I've stopped talking about politics with my mother. Entirely
0: okay.
2: It's just not worth it anymore. I put a lot of effort to do it for a long time. I know. I, I, and then I, it wasn't worth it anymore. I don't think that's. So I don't do it anymore.
0: I don't think that's being, uh, like, polite. Though, I think that's just no. Okay. No. Avoiding. I think, yeah, I think being. What co- is that, then? Be, I guess I, it's
2: not being clear. Is my point. I so think, you're being unkind.
0: You said. You said.
2: You said clear. And politeness were opposite to each other, which I don't necessarily agree with. Okay. But I'm saying that I'm not being clear there.
0: So, so me-
1: are we more talking about clear is kind, unclear is unkind then?
0: Well, maybe maybe it makes sense to go the opposite direction. Maybe it's like, when is it appropriate to be polite versus not polite? If we assume that being polite means, not, it means, it means saying something that you don't necessarily agree with.
2: Oh, that does not seem like a good definition of polite. You should never say something you don't agree with.
0: That's like lying. So if your mom asks what you think of her new haircut and you hate it, what do you say?
2: That I hate it? Uh,
0: I'm think i not talking about you. I'm talking about people. People with souls. (laughs) Um, So,
2: yeah. So so you shouldn't lie. I think it's unreasonable to lie. But you don't have to engage fully in that conversation. If it's somebody on the bus asks me, what do I think of their haircut? Like, I don't know. Probably... I don't know what kind of no answer I would get, but I'd probably give it a no answer.
1: The oh, it looks
0: fine.
2: The, I guess you're right. That's kind of a trick move.
0: Well, I mean, first of all, that's that's not polite. It looks fine. <laughs> like I'd be so <laughs> insulted if somebody <laughs> told me that. <laughs> hey, screw you! I paid a lot of money for this.
1: You don't even pay for your haircut. Shut up.
0: <laughs> it's hypothetical here. Most people don't have wives that are hairstylists. But and we're also talking about like random strangers. Still, I think it, it gets a lot more interesting when you're talking about you know people that you work with every day or something where like your relationship really right, matters let's, to them.
2: Let's constrict it to that. So people that you work right. with
0: every day. So what? what, uh, what no is
2: project specifically? Sure. sure. <laughs> so what if someone asks you a direct question? I feel like that's a different scenario as well.
0: Someone. If someone asks you a direct question, you can give them an honest answer they might not like, or you can give them a polite answer that you might not necessarily but agree with. I, I
2: don't, can you can you give them a polite answer that isn't lying? I guess politeness often, to me, is an omission, not a outright like inauthentic lie. So you're
0: so you're saying it's possible to be polite without lying, and that sometimes that's the right thing to do.
2: So I guess here's an example. Let's say somebody gives a presentation right? The polite thing people do is go, oh, I think that presentation went well, right? Even though the, the the blunt thing to do would be, might be like, oh, I think it went well, but here are the four places that you could improve, right? That's a clear thing. That's, I feel like that's the right thing to do in most scenarios, but being polite doesn't seem unreasonable, especially if the, the once again, it's sort of the effort that you're going to put into the rest of it. I don't. I don't. You don't have the time or energy to deliver the all that other stuff. I think it's fine to be polite.
0: You think it's, it's okay. So you're making the claim that if somebody asks how was your talk, how was my talk, and you know of a lot of things you would want to improve about it, but you're busy or something, then it's okay to just say, "Oh, it was fine." Is that what you're saying?
2: If if it's if it was fine, yes.
0: What is fine? Okay, so but I all, feel like I feel like this is the same
2: thing as the other,
1: the last example that we gave.
0: Whatever word you use, though, like rating it, it is just inherently problematic. I think. I,
2: I think that part of this comes. I think the other axis on this is the closeness factor, right? It's like a familiarity thing. The more familiar with the person with this, the the more you need to be blunt. The less familiar you are, the more that you don't need to be blunt. But
0: I
1: they, don't know if I agree with that in a work setting.
0: I, I don't agree with that in any setting so they're asking you for your feedback like they're they're coming to you and saying I want you to tell me what you ah, right. think about
2: this So once again this is them asking so let's go where they're not asking right They just gave a presentation. there was something in it that you didn't like you could not say anything right or you okay. could go tell them where okay. they went where they went wrong.
0: All right all right so yeah that that, that, that makes it more interesting. They didn't ex- explicitly solicit your feedback but you have feedback to give mm-hmm. them right. So is it a jerk move to not give them feedback? That's the question. Right. That's the question. Yes, it is a jerk move to not give them feedback.
2: Now, I guess what I'm saying is that if you've known them for 10 years and you guys give each other feedback all the time, then it's a total jerk move to not give them feedback. But if it's the first time you have ever met them was yesterday and they just did this presentation, I think it's totally reasonable
0: to not give them feedback yet. No. See, I, I think maybe it's... I,
2: I remember somebody reading a book about, like, not giving feedback to your reports for six months or something like that. Um, it brings a bells to me.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. So here's the thing. Um, feedback doesn't doesn't need to be... You had to bring that up, didn't you? You jerk.
1: Of course you did. <laughs> he got you.
0: Yeah, he did get me. That's pretty good. <laughs> I feel super gotten right now. So, yeah, so the context here is that I, I had this big thing where I didn't want to give any feedback about people in my new job for, like, what was it, like three months or something? Because you want to earn their trust first. And I, I, I still think that's a valid point. But if it's a, like, isolated, atomic, short-lived thing that seems very cut and dry and is not okay let me take a step back the reason you want to take some time to earn someone's trust I think is probably in most cases because there's a lot of context in history that you might be missing if you just jump right into feedback right off the bat and um, and you might be giving feedback about the wrong things you know so like if somebody an example I always think of is if somebody jumps in and fixes a failing build then Uh, At first glance, that might be seen as something that's worthy of positive feedback. But maybe if you were around longer, you would realize that that person consistently procrastinates on their work that's actually in the critical path and likes fiddling with the build or something. So actually, that's more of a negative feedback thing. Um, But in this case, if it's like a cut and dry thing, like if they said, um, a lot, you know, or if they spent way too long talking about something, you could tell the audience was fading and you're pretty sure that you don't need a lot of context for that. I, I still think it's a jerk move to not to not bring it up so,
1: but can I make it out of work
2: though. actually I, I was just gonna
1: say unsolicited though that that kind of stuff especially if you don't know the person or have any kind of like rapport with that person prior is is just gonna be another person who's trying to give their opinion to somebody that they don't know
0: Would would that annoy you if like a new person me came? absolutely it would yes. annoy you. okay
1: if if like so, they didn't introduce themselves or anything, they're just like, "Oh, hey, great speech!" Except for you e, say um every other word. Oh well, or I just, mean,
0: like, introduce yourself. Like you know, there's this is some basic you know human <laughs> kindergarten skills here. Here's, I'll give a recent
2: example that happened to me: as a colleague uh, announced that they were having a baby, and I consciously made an effort not to start dumping parent advice on them from the get go because that's what everybody does to everybody when you have a baby, and it's really annoying
0: right like that feels different that feels so subjective there's so many different styles of parenting nobody's yeah, style okay. of talking so many different styles
2: like, of presenting. there's only one style of doing a uh,
0: presenting. yeah that's true no <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> think about the examples like <laughs> this is anyone's style of presenting to consciously say um a lot or to, yes like on purpose mm-hmm <laughs> do you have a specific person in mind that tried to develop their <laughs> no, illness? I
2: I think that I think that people do have uh, you know there's parts of their way of presenting um is is a pretty extreme version of it, but somebody saying um on purpose would could help them connect with the audience, in lessing their oh I am a professional speech giver. So yes, I can see people purposely trying to say um occasionally mm-hmm. to lower
0: their perception as a slick willy. All right, so I, I got it now. It's an, ex- it's an extreme example. But. I got it now, I figured it out. Uh, you, as an audience member, having not known the person who's giving the speech, you're in an even better position to give feedback about it because you can receive it as an like you know unrelated third party, the same as all the audi- other audience members. Like, you're basically a customer to that speech. So you're giving them like user feedback or something um, without, without your opinion being tainted. So, if you're you had a problem with the ums, then everybody else probably did too.
1: But you're basically a commenter in the comment section of a YouTube video at that point.
0: Yes. You're okay. Explain to me why that's bad. Like, that would only be bad if it's low quality feedback you're giving, right?
1: Yeah, or repetitive, right? Because if you have everyone who saw the presentation, not everyone, of course, but like. A bunch of people who saw the presentation and just giving you the same kind of feedback over and over again, instead of, and they're not people that you know or trust their opinions or anything about them. I mean, we had this conversation previously about having like that short list of people that you trust their opinions on, right? So, like, those people you'd want advice from or feedback from, of course, on your speech, but like the masses, whatever they are, it is a little more annoyance than not.
2: But none of those people, do further, Jason? Okay. I'm gonna go a step further and say any unsolicited feedback is the is is the impoliteness that we should try to avoid. If you're with somebody long enough, there might be implied permission to get
0: feedback. But giving people feedback unsolicited is impolite. I am it should be avoided. <laughs> I'm disagreeing so hard that I almost flipped my desk over. Any unsolicited feedback <laughs> is impolite. I can't believe you're saying this to me.
1: I I don't I don't agree with any unsolicited but the, uh, there is a line.
0: Are you saying that it should be considered impolite? Like like it's right that it's considered impolite, or just like by society's current standards, it is seen as impolite sometimes?
2: I, I I don't see a distinction between those two.
0: It is impolite. Would you welcome it? I
2: try to establish very early on in every relationship that I would love to give feedback. I try to give permission for feedback at any as soon as I
0: can. Okay, so you recently gave a talk to the entire company, like 120 people or something. If a person you had never talked to or never worked with before came to you and said, "Hey, I think your talk could have been improved if you did X," is that that would have been impolite and offensive to you? I mean, I let, let's say in that speech, I probably would have loved to put in somewhere,
2: "Hey, I would love to get feedback from anybody that has any for me." In which case, I've now given permission for people to give me feedback. But but you didn't, though, right? Right, but I. Am- me personally I haven't implied I've accepted that anybody can give me feedback so I wouldn't find it to be implied to me but if I don't if somebody doesn't know that about me yes they would be being implied if some okay <laughs> they could ask they could ask hey I have some feedback for you would you like it
0: right, right yeah okay all that, right that so,
2: saves the day right there
0: so, I'm so like, no, I
2: don't really feel like getting feedback right now
0: so going back to the whole like giving my whole, my whole blog post and like part of it is like you always have to start with can I give you some feedback and you're saying that that's enough
2: Yeah, of course. I'll give an example that happened. So we just had our bathroom redone, and my neighbor is a contractor, right? Um, And he came and looked at the work, and I could tell he had tons of stuff he was saying about the work. But he didn't, and I was very happy that he didn't because I didn't really want to hear it. And I appreciated that he was like, if Eric wants me to say something, he'll ask me. If not, I'm just gonna take a look at it.
0: Mm, Okay, So. so so that that's that's another that's a different point though because that's like. Uh, where where am I going here? It's sort of like the feedback is only polite if it's actually useful. And if he's giving, you know, thoughts about the work that's already been done and you've already paid thousands of dollars for, that's not useful because it's done and over with. But like talk about a, a feedback about a talk that you could potentially give again, or you could take those lessons to your next talk, that is useful.
2: But well, he'll do the same thing. If I give him plans for something that I want to build. He doesn't just jump in and tell me all the places that it's wrong. Even though that could be really useful to me, but he's he wants to make sure that I want to hear that, and I appreciate
0: that. That's polite. No, that's that's impolite. Clear is kind in that case. Like that's useful stuff. I I want somebody if they know better to pre- prevent me yeah, from doing it. I don't. That's the difference. If you give him plans for a thing you want to build, and he's like, "Oh, this is not going to work," but I can't tell him that because that's impolite. If i I'm,
2: if if I am asking him for that, then yes, he should tell me. If I'm not, then no, he shouldn't. That's where politeness
0: right. comes in. Jace, will you just agree with me so that we can move on? <laughs> because... I'm like
2: in
1: the middle of the road of this one. That's, that's pretty funny. I,
0: I mean, is this is this like a situation of me being weird again where I just I always I, always well, want feedback?
1: I, I do think you have a particular need, especially more recently. I think you've leaned into this more. But I, I think you're you're championing this a little hard at the moment because it's it's also more recent for you.
0: You think I'm overcompensating?
1: Well it's just like a new discovery, right? You're still super excited about
2: it. Yeah, and I think the part that you're that you used to do that you are excited about not doing is having permission to give feedback but still not wanting to because you're scared of how people are going to react. And you're powering through that to give the feedback. And that's good stuff. Because it is unkind. If someone wants to get your feedback and you aren't giving it to them, then you are being unkind. But if they don't wanna hear your stupid idea, then I don't think that it's polite for you to go telling them how how they're wrong and what their business is.
0: All right, so let's follow that thread because what if the guy who was looking at your bathroom said, can I give you some feedback? Would you have said no?
2: I probably would have felt compelled to say.
0: Yeah, exactly. Of course, I wanna hear your feedback. Because otherwise that so would be So that's why he didn't ask. <laughs> so
1: but then then what if the next line is like oh they completely did this wrong it's going to cost you thousands of dollars to fix this in the next three years or blah blah blah, some something like that then it just turns into like this weird standoff right because now you're just talking to somebody with a different opinion from what you just paid a bunch of money to get done
0: yeah yeah it's still not valuable i mean so so what what i'm trying to say is like the the whole can i give you feedback thing is not a silver bullet because 90% Ninety percent of the time, people are going to say yes, even if they don't actually want it, because otherwise it would be implied.
1: But it switches the ownership
0: of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So they're bringing it on themselves because they're not—they don't have the guts to say no. I don't want your feedback. Yeah, right. They're not being clear.
2: They're being unkind to themselves.
0: Well, and to you, because now they're putting you in a position
2: to be a jerk, even though you weren't planning on being a jerk. You were trying to be polite, but they screwed it up. So they were being unkind. And if I actually didn't care what he said, I probably would be like, no, I really don't want to know. (laughs) But, you know, it's more in a gray area, like most of these things are. So I'm willing to take a little bit of pain and being unkind and not saying no to him.
0: I I hear what you're saying. And I think that's a good point about you're you're handing the ownership to them if they, you know, if they want to be unclear and say, yes, I do want your feedback, even if they don't want it. But I just feel like the... Yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, you can also, if, if you're fearful of that, there's ways that you say, can I give you feedback, that give them more outs, too. That's true. So you can say, can I give you feedback in a way that really doesn't give them an out? You know, if you're their boss and you say, can I give you feedback, they don't get to say no. Um,
0: <laughs> well, they do, if you have a good relationship. But yeah, I, I hear what If you, you have a good relationship, yeah. if
2: you don't have a relationship yet, then if you have a good relationship, then you probably don't need to ask. But yes. Um, so there's ways of giving caveats on that, too, right? yeah I mean... or or just making what you're about to say less important, you know, by like, uh, you know, oh, you know, I have some feedback about maybe the way I would have done it, something like that, right? That is gives you a way of giving your feedback without being contradictory. So like that still falls into the light, even though maybe it is unclear.
1: I have learned that giving too harsh of feedback has been a problem I've had in the past, where like, like you just said there, you have to make it less of urgent feedback. I mean, like this is how. I go about doing this type of thing versus you did this wrong. You should have done it this way. All
0: right, all right. What about this? Uh, if if you have feedback and it's future focused, then you should always ask if they want to hear it. But if you have feedback and it's past focused, meaning that it can't be changed, then you should just keep it to yourself always. So like your bathroom stuff is past focused. Your you know the haircut looks bad is past focused because all that stuff's already done. But the talk advice is future focus, so you should always come forward with that.
2: I, I think it has to do with more about the relationship and the person you're talking to. Politeness is about meeting somebody where they are and where your relationship with them is. Well, I think That's why is when, somebody comes in, yeah, when somebody comes into a conversation with people that have known each other for a long time, it often they will be like, man, those people are rude and impolite to each other.
1: Case in point, me and you, Critter, at our (laughs) old company, yep.
0: Everyone (laughs) thought we legitimately hated each other. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, so
2: that's, so politeness is, is, it's basically a way for us to, like, dip our toe in the water to get in with people. So you should be, you should be as impolite as possible, I guess is the right way of saying it.
0: Mm, You shouldn't be overly polite. That's a, that's a. Terrifyingly dangerous way of thinking about it, though, because like I feel like a lot of the time you have to be willing to offend people a little, little bit, because you know, you have to separate uh, the feedback from what their reaction might be. In some you have cases. to
1: push people's comfort zones. I don't know if offending someone is necessarily the. the
2: I think goal offending someone is probably too far almost all the time. Oh, I, I unless totally you're doing disagree. some unless you're doing some like four D ninja stuff where you're gonna like offend them and then comfort them later. I don't know unless. Unless you are a master manipulator, offending someone is probably not gonna be helpful. Uh, you, uh,
0: you, you've you never gone into uh, like giving someone negative feedback and thought, man, this is gonna be a tough conversation, they're probably gonna be offended by this, but you have to say it? I, I,
2: I went into thinking that and trying to avoid it with the expectation I might
0: fail, yes.
2: But I definitely would've seen it as a failure.
0: You would've, okay. So <sighs> there's so many things I wanna say right now. So it's a failure if they get offended. Because what what's the goal of feedback?
1: Promote change for the better.
0: And you think if they get offended, then you fail because they won't change? Yes.
1: I think when people get offended, they'll be Offensive and stubborn.
0: I don't think that's In true. general,
1: as a general thing.
0: So the book, and I know you love this, Eric. The book, The Effective Manager, says if you give somebody feedback, and it's future-focused, meaning... Okay, so an example is like, when you X, the result is Y... Next time, maybe could you try Z? Something just like really short in, in that format. If they argue with mm-hmm. you and get offended about it, then the book says you should never engage the argument because they're talking about the past. They're talking about what actually happened and all you care about is the future and your feedback about the future has already landed. So you can just say, okay, you're right. I'll, you know, and walk away and just end it at that. Um, because even though they so- won the argument in air quotes, that that feedback about the future has landed and they'll, they'll still remember that next time.
2: So I think their explanation is horribly wrong, but I do think the action is correct.
0: You think it's right to walk away? I think you away? back
2: off because you, yeah, you walk away because you don't want to hurt the relationship or, or continue to push on this thing that you know you can't make progress with. So you back off and it gives you space to fight again another day. It doesn't mean that, that this, this whole your thing's landed. I think that's just to make you feel better so that you feel like you accomplished something. It, it didn't land. You failed to make it land. And next time you should try to do it a different way so that it lands better
0: it totally landed
2: if, if 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 you say something to them like 10 times in a row like 10 different pieces of feedback and that always happens then you are you know you're not succeeding you don't get to go oh well it's it's gotten their psyche it's gonna it's gonna pop up someday in the
0: future. they're gonna hear it in the back of their head. That's a big if. You jumped from one time to ten times. So if if, uh, if Jace gives a talk and he says um a lot and I say, Hey man, can I give you some feedback? When you say um a lot, it makes me sound like you can't figure out what you're trying to say or you didn't practice or something. Uh, it makes me think. I, that. I would
1: hope you'd wait for me to reject your feedback before you <laughs> streamed right into it.
0: Yeah, assuming you said yes because you don't actually know me yet. Um so, you know, say that I say that, and then Jace gets defensive and is like, I really didn't say it that much, and I don't think it was annoying to anybody but you, and, you know, like, whatever. Um, he's still, yes. he's going to think about that the next time he gives a talk. He's going to hear the ums that he says. He's going to remember that. That's the claim or, I'm making.
1: Or, I'm mean, going to think or, that you're nobody and just keep moving on and listen to the people that I actually care about
0: the You would remember. I don't believe that this, for this a second. Goes in, so, so Cara, this goes into the
2: whole thing when people believe false information and then they hear things that correct it, they believe it more, like that same thing could happen with your um. Confirmation bias? The fact that you've challenged, the fact that you've challenged him on his ums, he'd be like, I, that, that person doesn't know what they're talking about, ums are good. They make it so that I'm more relatable, and right. I do exactly the right amount of ums.
0: Okay, all right, so so that's, a, that's kind of taking it in a different direction. It's not like I don't say um too much, it's that ums are actually a good thing to say, which is a totally different yeah, thing
2: whatever rationale they have to put in their brain to make it so they
0: can reject what feedback you gave them. but, but Yeah, the point to I'm trying...
1: enforce me saying it and rejecting your feedback.
0: But mm-hmm. assuming, th- the point I'm trying to make is like assuming he didn't realize he was saying, um, would me giving him that feedback, even if he rejects it, make him notice it more in the future?
2: I, I guess that's what I'm saying. I don't think you can assume that that is true. It's possible that that happened. And like I said, I people that are really good at this stuff. totally do that they can like put this little seed in somebody's head and cause them to have you know usually it's for a negative purpose like they put a little doubt in somebody's head and then it makes them fail in the future i mean people do that as like competitors against each other right yeah inception Um, yep we've been watching like the queen's gambit and it feels like they're doing that to each other all the time they're like trying to play mind games with each other to to lay seeds to cause problems so yes i think you can mess with people's brains I'm saying that 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 book is trying to imply that you're doing that, and I don't think that that's accurate. I think that people could reject you over and over again, and you should find a way to break through that so that they hear you, not just feel like you're doing your part by telling them their information. It's not enough to tell somebody that they were wrong. You have to help them learn to hear it, or you're not doing a good job.
0: It feels like you're picking at the edge case though, like going back to the ums like ninety nine percent of the time people don't realize they're doing it, and if they were able to stop doing it by realizing it, then things would be better,
2: yeah, but they and they might hear you and be like, oh, thank you for telling me that, you're right, I'll work on that I'm saying if they don't say that to you, then they probably didn't they didn't get the feedback they'll come up with some reason to argue why you were wrong. I think a lot brain. of people
0: are just naturally defensive, like they're just not good at receiving feedback and, and like i i, I know That's somebody where in my mind comes in. Polite. Politeness
2: is a way. Politeness is the way so you can interact with people and up your level of your relationship with them, and deliver them feedback.
0: How how would you tell them about the ums in a way that's more polite than my example? Are you just saying you get to well, know them I'd for a while? If I'd never met
2: them, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: Oh, you're totally messing with I, my. I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't theme. start
2: a relationship off with telling somebody negative feedback about themselves. That's not normally how I okay.
0: All right, you know, well, meet people. Let me balance it out. Then I saw
2: you across the room, and your hat was really ugly. And I figured I'd come over to meet you, so I could tell you that.
0: <laughs> I could, I could actually picture you saying <laughs> that. Right now, now that I think about it, the real party animal, right there.
2: <laughs> I'd hire that person in the spot. <laughs>
0: um. All right. So try this on then. Uh, I heard, I heard a, I heard a <laughs> podcast by some leadership guy somewhere, and he was saying that. Um, like, yes, the feedback sandwich is a bad idea, but what can be really valuable is, he was actually using the example of, of someone giving a talk, is like to say, here are the things that I thought were really strong, and here are the things I thought could be improved on. And it ha- they both have to be really specific, you know but they have to be kind of balanced. So it's like, you know, on slide 17, I thought that your explanation of this was like really powerful, and people seemed to be really getting that. And I thought the, the conclusion wrapped things up really well. But on slide three, it didn't seem like that joke really landed. Uh, you know, like a couple things like that where you kind of got both. So so you're not just hammering them with negative feedback, especially if you don't really know them that well. But you're so, so you're encouraging effective future behavior on both ends instead of just on the negative end. That seems like an act of politeness. It's not polite. It's to to try to get them Here's to hang the on to the, the things that are good.
2: The, right. So the more that you know somebody, the less that you have to do that, because the less that you have to not be a jerk you know if you if if you've known somebody for 10 years and you give people give them feedback all the time and they give a talk you don't have to find the good things in
0: the talk you can just tell them the bad things but it's so valuable though like otherwise they might drop those things you know but Uh,
1: you can't shoot for me in their face
0: yes you have to
1: to, yeah i mean you, you have to work around and Work in their terms of how they receive feedback versus how you think that you should be shoving this feedback down their throats.
2: In general, positive feedback is more productive than negative feedback. I've read that somewhere, and I'm down with that idea, right? Like, yeah. So it's not politeness. If you can give if the it's not politeness, but I'm saying the idea of like, well, I'm going to combine positive feedback with my negative feedback, and I'm going to deliver them together in a way that this person, you know. Walks away thinking, oh yeah, they like that that talk. Well, yeah, there's a few things that I need to work on. Like that's all politeness. That's you trying to balance those things together so that's that they land better.
1: Currency
2: politeness is, yeah, politeness is about thinking about how is this person going to hear what I'm saying, and then crafting it so that they hear it. Better. That's what politeness is about.
0: It, but but and when
2: you know somebody well, you don't worry about that. You just say things. When you... you don't know somebody well, you think more about
0: it. Are you saying that if you know someone well, you should not give them positive feedback? You should be as impolite as
2: possible. I think I said that earlier. But even though positive feedback
0: that. is more productive.
2: Oh, wait. You should get a positive feedback. I'm saying you should think about when I'm going to give them negative feedback. Do I have to include positive feedback to make sure that they're going to hear what I'm saying and, not, and I'm not going to alienate them?
0: No, I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying like you give them your feedback and I'm sure you have positive and negative feedback, you know, unless the talk was just a disaster. I,
2: I guess the point is, you politeness is 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 the the process of thinking about how that person's going to hear it right and crafting it so that they'll hear it better
0: all right i i'm down with i'm down with taking them hearing it into account as long as it doesn't mean that you compromise the thing that you're trying to say you know and that's what i have an issue with like if if politeness means that you don't give them the feedback that would be valuable for them then that's not okay. But if it means that you change the tone or the phrasing or something, then that's okay.
2: I think the part that I see with bluntness when people are like, well, I'm just blunt, is really them saying, I don't actually think about how the person's going to hear what I say, and I don't have to because I'm giving good feedback and they should just take it. And the opposite of that is I actually have empathy for the human being I'm about to talk to, and so I'm going to think about what I say to them and make sure it's going to work. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that means I'm not going to say anything because it's not going to work. All if right. I don't know the person and I only have negative feedback, then I'm just not going to say anything. Because it's not actually going to be
0: productive. If I don't know... Okay, see, I was with you until you... So if, if I don't know the person and I only that's have negative extreme. feedback, I'm not going to say anything. I mean, I think it's possible... That, that to, might be the most extreme. But it, it, that's implying that there's no way to give negative feedback in a way that's not polite. I think you can have both. You can be honest and polite.
1: That's I, That's... Yeah. Based on context, though, right, with that person, if you're going from, mm-hmm. like, a complete stranger and you're just going to go up and tell them a bunch of negative things, you have to, like, wrap that in a pretty bow and everything in order to get them to hear your negative feedback, especially if it's all negative.
2: Which probably means you need to know something about them, which, if you don't know anything about them, is going to be hard. I don't like this. So like, well, that's why I'm saying it's the most extreme. Like, this is the party then, as at a party. Right? I have no context for the ugly hat at the party. Walking over and saying, that's an ugly hat, right? Like I I have no context of why they're wearing the hat. Maybe it was their grandmother's hat and they just passed away. And I'm about to walk over and tell them their hat's ugly.
0: <laughs> you got to pick a better example. Right? And though, they're
2: going to bust up crying. A, an ugly hat I, is so subjective. I'm trying so to tell you that it's the extreme. I'm trying to say that it's the extreme. But right? that's not feedback. That's, the... just,
0: that's that's that's. just I don't like that hat. That's not feedback. It's just my... My opinion.
2: Uh, now, I'm, now we're into children's books. Thanks, Peter. For...
0: What What is that book? I need to read it. Apparently, there's a,
2: dog, dogs, dogs, dogs go, dog go, dog
0: go. That's it. Yeah, go dog go. They argued about a hat. Yeah, in that that's book. great.
2: Yeah, they there's there's four scenes where one dog is, "Do you like my hat?" And the other person says, "I do not like that hat." <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: awesome. That is literally the conversation. We're see, that dog <laughs>
1: asked for feedback.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, true. The dog, the dog solicited feedback. That dog is a role model to all of us. Uh huh. Yeah, but so an ugly hat is not is not a good example. It has to be something that it's at least closer to the like objectively bad side of things.
2: Uh, so let's go to your your book's example. Like you have a report, and they did a presentation, and it's your first day on the job. Uh-huh. You don't know anything about them, and they did a presentation, and sure they said on um, a whole bunch, right? Like I don't think you give them that feedback. I don't see a way to deliver that. When you don't, it doesn't just have tons of risk involved. Because you have no context of what they can hear or, you know. All right, so. You don't know if they've had a stutter their whole life and um is the, what solved it. You don't, you don't have any context. So you should or you shouldn't get that feedback. How
0: about if it's, uh, how about if you've been working there a year? So I feel like the first day on the job thing, is, it, one, is an edge case. Because how often are you like in your first week on a job? But two, it's, it's more. I'd ext- say. It's more right. extreme I'd say th- most
2: of my life, I'm interacting with people that I haven't interacted with before. But that's COVID.
0: that's totally different. Though. <laughs> the, my my point is like yeah. the first day on a job is way different than like you've been at that job for a year, but you just haven't talked to that person before.
2: Right, you might know more about that person. Right, you might have heard about that person. You might have context.
0: So yes, could you get to be more in place.
1: Your reports and whatever as well too.
0: Restructure your what do you mean? Yeah.
1: Like they just moved the uh, who's managing who and all that.
0: Oh yeah, like a reorganization, so suddenly you're you're their manager yeah. or something like that.
2: I I'm going to go back to my be as impolite as possible. Right? Yes, you should be able to be more impolite because you know more about the person.
0: I just I I deeply reject the notion that negative feedback is impolite. I think that in a lot of cases that is the most polite thing to do. Is to give somebody the honest feedback that you have, clear as kind. Depending yeah. on context, so, <laughs> I'm freaking <saying> context.
2: <laughs> yes, the context is important, and if you the I'm less context, the context, this is the whole. I'm I'm so glad that Jace keeps on bringing it up because it's the whole. It's the main point. If if you have lots of context, then yes, you should you can do you can say lots of stuff. If you have very little context, then politeness is what makes it so that human beings say less and don't like start wars.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, y'all are totally screwing with my... I had this I had this big plan of having a yearly theme of 2021 of just do it. Like, stop thinking so much about what people think and just do the thing that I think I should do. And and you're totally screwing it's, that up. And I was so ripping excited off about it. you Nike? Yeah, well, it's a good slogan, right? <laughs> it's just stood the test of time. Maybe I should take it. <laughs> 2021 I, is the year of just doing it. I think
2: the difference is you, you could do your just do it. If it's I don't care what people are going to think of me, right that's different than i don't care what people are going to think so making somebody sad is not I, I think is a is something you should try not to do but making somebody like kind of look at you funny i think that's perfectly fine
0: but if the choice is between making somebody sad versus not giving them the chance to grow
2: all right how there's about, other ways let me to, to make them
0: grow this. though yes
1: or to help them grow rather
0: Otherwise, I, the I negative think making people. them
2: sad makes them not grow. So, so it goes back to politeness is about making it so what you say will actually have meaning and make change. You have to be polite enough so that you can still affect change. That's the line. That's this, this place, right? So you should be as polite as possible so that it still lands uh-huh. and works. Right? That's the sweet spot. Yeah. But the less you know about somebody, right? The The... So I'm doing things, and you guys can see me, but no one can hear me. Podcast, <laughs> yeah. podcaster. Yes, <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying the window opens up, right? So when you don't know somebody at all, right? The window is massive. You could say something to them, and they could be you or me, Critter, and I think probably you too, Jason. Like they would just hear you out. No, Although Jake's, I don't know I can see, I can, went, see like, no, I, you. know, I can see Chase being like, no, I don't want to hear feedback. <laughs>
1: yes. Go away. What are you talking about? I'm so open <laughs> about the feedback. <laughs>
2: But that you could—they could be like that, right? They could be somebody that's like, I feel what you say, or they could be somebody that like is going to just break down and wall off and never speak to you again. And you don't know, so you start off being extra polite until you can discover more information, and then you become less polite. Doesn't that it work?
1: Everyone to come in like a wrecking ball.
2: Right now. Critter doesn't like scales, is really what it comes well, to. I, I don't like he's scales. He's black and white world person. I don't like scales. Yeah, that's
0: true. I, I want to just have hard set rules that I can always follow. That is that is that is true. But I also don't know if I care too much about people who aren't comfortable getting negative feedback. Like, if if I have negative feedback for you and it hurts your pretty little feelings, then, you know, I'm sorry. This is this is important stuff. Negative feedback is like everything. And if you can't take so, negative feedback, then maybe you shouldn't be working here. Wait, that's so you're giving,
2: you're giving people negative feedback
0: for you? I'm giving them negative feedback because I think it will help them grow. Because and you think... if it,
2: you, you know it won't make them grow, you still want to give it to them.
0: If and I, you also think it's I know
1: better that? than they know <laughs> how to grow themselves.
0: How? Is, is, that's my... <laughs> okay. Uh, my only job is to give them... No, my, no. Yeah, go ahead. What? I, what, what I can call on
2: this thread. I like this thread. Yeah, yeah. So your point is...
0: Oh hey God.
2: this person could be somebody that could take negative feedback or it could be somebody that's going to break down and cry I don't know which one but if I don't give them a the feedback they don't grow at all so I'll give it to them and there's a 50% chance that it'll work and there's a 50% chance that it'll make them cry 50% but that'll make them
0: off 50% is a so weight I
2: we don't know the percentage but it's some but percentage chance
0: y- you got to you got to imagine that I'm using all my charisma You're and charm the ass. here you know so I'm like it maybe it's like a 10% chance that they'll they'll break down and cry uh, but, but go on, on go on. Keep going.
2: You're breaking down the cry, people. Um, <laughs> Keep going. What I, are guess, I, I guess my point is that I can see the idea of, of you're going, you don't want to be, you're willing to like to hurt some people because some people it's going to get through and help them. So you don't want to miss the opportunity to help somebody just because there's a chance that it might not help them.
0: I'm willing I'm willing to hurt a small amount of people in order to give a larger amount of people room to grow for two reasons one well for three reasons reasons the obvious reason is just because like that increases the amount of people that will grow based on my feedback the second reason is it is a very effective way of quickly finding out who can take feedback and who can't and the third reason is I don't know that I want to work with people who can't take feedback. You know, so, like, maybe this, so this needs is, to expose it, right? That's my spicy take. Like, maybe, it, yeah. maybe it's fireable, you know, to not be able to accept this feedback. Is the this is the moment
2: where I'm happy the critter didn't become a doctor and, like, throw out the typical... <laughs> like, I'll do no harm. He's like, maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. We'll see. Come on. <laughs> But if this you is can't the same say feedback, Alex, maybe I don't. Maybe I don't care about you. Yeah.
1: Well, this, you're, you're... this whole thing, this whole thing isn't about having people that are good taking feedback. This is about having people on your team that take feedback the way that you want them to take feedback, whether they like it or not. So it's a, this is not really a conversation. This is Critter's dictatorship of a project group and how he wants to give feedback, whether you like it or not.
0: Oh god. Alright. So let's go with let's go with this doctor example then, since you're you're bending me up for this. Uh, your take, in my terms, is that if a doctor needs to tell you something offensive, like you really need to stop eating so much garbage, you're you know, morbidly obese. No no or... You're missing my analogy. Go ahead. My
2: analogy is the doctor the doctors have a do no harm policy, right? Uh-huh. So like they don't do surgery on you unless they have to because it, you could die from the surgery
0: oh so okay so you're saying like they wouldn't so do what surgery what I'm saying is you're like
2: yeah right, right but you're like you know what I might ruin my relationship with this person forever but they might get positive they might grow from the feedback I give them so I'm gonna go for it
0: all right That's my So my yeah again you're just you're just so incredibly wrong I don't even know where to start so you're saying that first of all that negative feedback is like optional you know, like you're saying, you only give, you only do surgery if you absolutely have to. You absolutely have to give negative feedback. Like that is, that is core to. I think you went through twenty
2: years of your life without doing it, and
0: no one died, so I don't think that's true. You, uh, you don't have
2: to give negative feedback.
0: You, okay, no one died, but think about how much better everything could have been if I, if I had done that. And I, you see, but unless I, all the negative feedback
2: you would have given, you would have given poorly, and nobody would have heard it, but they would have just. Reacted in the opposite direction of it and it might have reinforced their negative behavior and they would have done more of it
0: Okay, but that's on the feedback giver to figure out how to be a more a, a more uh, effective feedback giver. It's not on That's what we're not, talking about. It's not on them to not give the feedback, you know, it's on them to find the best way to give it And I'm saying sometimes the best way is not at all That's that's not that's not doesn't even make logical sense It's Like what's the best way to you know go skiing is to not ski or something?
1: I, I think there are wrong times to give if you're feedback. Gonna, if but... you're
0: gonna go off a cliff, that's the
2: best way to go skiing.
0: <laughs> but it's not. It's not cheating. Don't you get it? It's different. It's, it's still better. <laughs> Good, Jay.
1: No, I was just saying. I, I do think that there is there is a right time and a wrong time to give feedback as well. That also mm-hmm. goes back to the whole context thing of it. But like, I don't think there's ever a point where you should never give. Negative feedback just because you don't think somebody can handle it. You just got to figure out a way to deliver the news.
0: Yeah, so you're agreeing with me. I'm I'm going
1: to throw. I'm going to (laughs) throw.
2: I'm going to throw out the extreme again, you guys. Like, random person walking down the street does something dumb. Like, you don't need to give them feedback on it, and it would. It's a huge risk to give them feedback on whether it, it was right or not. Like, they have clothes that don't match, and you're like. I should tell that person that those clothes don't match. It would make their life better. No, don't. You shouldn't Actually, do I think
1: that. Actually, Critter would do that. Critter, tell us what happens the next time you do this in public.
0: Well, the, the thing is I don't <laughs> apparently don't notice colors, which is a whole separate conversation, so I probably wouldn't even <laughs> notice that the clothes didn't match. Also, I have a terrible sense of style, but again, that's subjective, you know, like maybe that's the maybe that's what the kids are doing nowadays. They get clothes that don't match. I don't know.
2: Almost everything we're talking about is subjective. Giving ums in a
0: speech is subjective. But if you're going to talk about scales, like giving ums is way closer to objectively bad than wearing clothes that you don't like. Uh,
2: my wife would disagree with you. Your
0: yeah, wife likes that ums? alone is
2: subjective. Where's your wife? Bring her <laughs> <on. laughs> my, my, you know, my clothes selection has been... Oh, <laughs> highly
0: lost. <flawed. laughs> yeah, now I get it. <laughs> she would prefer you be a terrible public speaker and just learn how to dress, is what you're saying. <laughs> then let myself dress
2: myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I think good almost one. all feedback is is subjective. So your whole like trying to draw like cast out those things that subjective
0: doesn't work because most feedback is about subjective things. All right. Did we, did we, was this whole conversation a tangent or is it, because we started talking about feedback instead of politeness versus honesty? Are there, did we miss the, the thread or is this it? I think we're talking about politeness versus bluntness, Blutness.
2: right?
1: Yeah, that was the original. I still
2: come but... in that it's, it's really about the, uh, about the context. I'll go, I agree with Jake's, it's about the context.
1: See? Bam. Two for context.
0: Critter, I, you're alone i i don't like the word bluntness i will point that out i think that it is possible to be honest without being blunt you're in most cases
1: said bluntness no that, that was you a, we're gonna
0: no, go to the i brought that, that.
1: <laughs> i brought this topic so, from another conversation that we had that you said bluntness. i was paraphrasing so it
0: i doesn't think count.
2: i think the the line that i draw between this is that politeness is trying to tell somebody something and thinking about how it's gonna land with them and bluntness is trying to tell somebody and not thinking about how it's going to land. Being yeah. blunt so is not empathy. being concerned about how it's going to land. Yes, it's about empathy.
0: Politeness is about empathy. All right. So I, I think I think all of us are agreed that with those definitions, it's better to lean towards politeness. But I just I take issue with yes. the idea that you can be polite to the point that you're just not telling people important feedback that would be valuable. That's That's where I'm landing.
1: I feel like bluntness is one end of the spectrum, and politeness is the other end of the spectrum, and you have to figure out in between where you need to be in the for whatever context you need to give feedback in.
0: All right, so I like so if that's if that's like a left right thing, politeness and bright and what did I just say? Politeness and bluntness. <laughs> politeness, yeah. Uh, then yeah. the up down would be honesty versus lying or something. It's like a two dimensional spectrum here. I
2: don't. I don't... I feel like the lying is problematic.
0: Exactly, yeah. So that's not. It's it's possible to be polite but honest, and it's also possible to be blunt but lying. You know, like the bluntness is not the same as honest, and politeness is not the same as lying. Is my point.
1: Jesus. So if we're talking about y excess then it would be like a transparency scale, right? <laughs> I don't so even like, know. like complete, well, completely <laughs> transparent to completely omitting everything. Yeah. I don't know what that yeah. Yeah. Be, basically.
0: Clear versus unclear. Yeah, I think I think transparent
2: versus omitting is better because I think that there's not a big argument that you should lie. Right. I'm going to have a hard time where you should actually actively lie about something. But whether you should say everything that you think versus you should you should not say everything is a little bit different. And I think that those kind of go in line with how well and how how well you understand the context of the scenario. The more you understand the context, the less you should be, the more transparent you should be. And the less you understand the context, the more opaque you should be, because you you should be more careful. It's a risk mitigation
0: strategy. All right. Because I do think you can do like harm,
2: and you should try not to do harm.
0: Yeah, I'm on board with that. It feels like a nice place to tie it up. Y'all good? Any final right. closing thoughts? I'm no. at, I'm you excellent. You. Um,
2: you're welcome. That I think Jace,
0: Jace <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. All right, Eric. It was a pleasure. Till next time. Thank you very much. Later. Yeah. Bye.